0: Hi, hello. Konnichiwa. For our friends in Tokyo competing in the Olympics, it's Financial Straight Talk, the podcast portion of the show. This is where we uh, get away from some some of the radio talk. And me and Jim are just here. It's just us here, Jim. But we appreciate Just our nice. we appreciate our radio <laughs> listeners staying with us here today. And for our podcast listeners, we uh, thank you for downloading. So I got to ask, Jim, have you been, I know you're not really a big sports fan when it comes to team sports and, and you know, football and basketball and all of the rest, but have you been watching any of the Olympics this year? A little bit of surfing because, you know, that's a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, surfing gy- is new. I think karate yeah. or no, not yeah. karate, uh, taekwondo and um, skateboarding is over there. There's some different stuff going on.
1: Yeah, but long and short of it, I honestly don't watch TV. Like, I mean, we may watch an hour of Netflix a day. That's it. My life is so... Crazy sometimes. I mean, you know, we're out at the pool with the kids. Or remember, I was talking about reading a trust earlier, Jerry. Right? And all things. Right. So, so I'm always like doing research, or I'm or I'm reading some kind of article or something like that. But very little. But I did catch the surfing. I thought that was really cool. I'm more of a fan of believe it or not the Winter Olympics. I mean, it's just a
0: little bit more fun for sure. me. So there's but, one there's uh, one event yeah. in particular on the Winter Olympics that I really love to watch, and that's curling. I don't know yes! what it is.
1: Why I don't understand it, but I like watching it. It's- Exact same it's thing. It's the
0: my favorite thing in Winter Olympics is is just to watch curling. I don't really understand it or get it, but something about the way they move those brooms and make those rocks slide, I love it. Yeah, it's just crazy. What's the cornhole? When are the when do we gonna have the you know the
1: national or the Olympic hey, cornhole it, games? They, I mean, that's
0: that has grown a lot of steam. There's leagues popping up all around, and um, I wouldn't be surprised because you know skateboarding's over there now. I think darts might be one that I saw. I did see that the U.S. brought home a uh, gold medal medals in all three Olympic shooting events. So, you know, that figures for America. So congratulations <laughs> for us. We were good shooters. So, um, it's been different because there's no audiences over there this time. And, and I haven't been watching too much of it, but I did catch the skateboarding portion and, and a little bit of the surfing. It was, uh, it was about two in the morning, I think when, yeah. when they were. Yeah. Showing I, I the saw, surfing.
1: I saw a rerun of it, obviously, cause Jim's days of staying up late have ended. So, um.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, uh konnichiwa and hello and uh you know we we hope to see all of our athletes come home soon hopefully with a little bit of hardware to show for it jim this week on the podcast want to tackle something that is you know really doesn't have too much to do with retirement planning but it's something that many many parents are going to go through really soon and that's sending the kids back to campus the national retail federation says the average k through 12 family so you got two of those kinds of students jim they will spend around eight hundred and fifty dollars on back to school supplies this fall. And those with a college student will spend an average of twelve hundred dollars. So, Jim, the days of buying a new, you know, trapper keeper in a Jan Sport, those are gone. There's they are. there's a lot more to consider now. You got any advice for people who are about to brave the back to school shopping frenzy?
1: Amazon, <laughs> Amazon, <laughs> Amazon. It's, you're not probably not going to save any money, but at least you don't have to go do it, right? That's the advantage. Um, it's funny that you bring this up because you know we didn't discuss this, right? You know, you like to throw topics at me and kind of get my response. So this is my real response to that, right? Completely raw is that you know last year our kids stayed at home because we didn't want to do the virtual thing, so we did homeschool and bought a curriculum, and it they did an amazing job, but they obviously missed their friends. And let's get real. Parents still need a little bit of a break. Right. Of <laughs> so, course. so the kids were going back to school this year and, and we're so happy that they're going back to Vieira Charter School. I mean, that was their school before and we love it there. But, you know, they had to buy uniforms because my kids are growing like weeds, as you already know. So just in uniforms alone, Michelle spent a thousand dollars in uniforms right wow. now. You know, little things here and there that we could argue, like why did she buy the shorts there when she could have at the uniform store? Why didn't she go to, you know, Old Navy and buy them there for a third of the price? Right. So, so we're still having that internal debate family wise. And I want our listeners to know that even we have disagreements on, on where to spend money. Right. So, so this is a real deal. But I got on Amazon, I got the school shopping list, literally went through the whole thing. Only thing that I didn't buy off of Amazon was the backpacks because I figured the kids should be able to pick their own backpacks, right? I mean, I think that's a fair thing.
0: That was always a nice thing to do. I don't even think I got a backpack every year, but every few years going and picking out a new backpack, that was always a fun trip. Yeah, a fun thing for for them to do. But what happened here was when I bought all the
1: supplies Eight hundred and seventy-nine dollars in school supplies alone, Jerry. Is that not insane? A hunter is also trying to get into a digital arts course, right? So I have to take in consideration that I bought him a better computer a couple weeks ago as well, and that was another thousand dollars for a a computer for him. So you can see how quickly we've got nine hundred dollars for uniforms. We have a thousand dollars for a computer. We have. 800 and change for school supplies i mean think about this this is how expensive it is to send two kids back to school and you know we're very fortunate that we aren't like my parents were who always struggling trying to come up with how to pay for this stuff right But it is scary to think how much money it costs. And this is why we're just such huge supporters of the Hunger Fund here in Brevard County. Uh, The Children's Hunger Society love them. They, every year, they fill backpacks filled with school supplies to get those to kids and to help them out throughout the year. They provide, Jerry, you were there. They've been to our events and we've sponsored them many, many times, you know, helping them out by giving food to kids on the weekends. So they have food, you know, when they go home and, and. It's just great, great, you know, charity. So I want to give them that plug. But really, for us, the reality is is that going back to school might be super exciting for the kids. But financially, it is really difficult for parents, right? Mm -hmm. Because this, if you don't plan for it, this is something that's going to sneak up on you and it's going to cost you hundreds if not potentially if you have a couple kids thousands of dollars and how can we make sure that that impact has the least effect on your family as possible well there's only one way to do it there's nothing we can do about the 2021 school year okay there's nothing we can do about that because it's upon us two weeks from now all these little kids are going to be going back to school so if we haven't saved the money, we're in trouble. But you know what I think is a great idea for people to do? And I actually saw this on TikTok, Jerry. Oh, okay. Is, and I know how you feel about TikTok, right? But it's still it was, holding it was, out. It's t- not
0: installed on my phone.
1: It was talking about stuffing envelopes. Right. And about every time you get paid, you take a little bit of money and you put it into your Christmas fund and you put it into the auto repair fund and you put it into the tire fund and blah, blah, blah. And it just it's that physical act of taking actual dollars and putting them in an envelope. If you have young kids and you know that you struggle financially sometimes, especially with big purchases. Why not say, well, it's going to cost me about $800. So I'm going to take that money out each and every month. So come this time next year, I'm not going to be, you know, impacted by spending that money because it's kind of like the old, remember, you've probably heard people doing this, Jerry. It doesn't exist as much anymore, but there were banks that used to set up Christmas funds. I don't know if you remember that or not, No, but people would automatically go, and they would put $25 every paycheck or $50 every paycheck into a Christmas fund at their bank, and the bank would do it normally automatically for them.
0: See, Jim, and these, these are great ideas. You know what? You yeah. know where I want to make sure that we give a word of caution with? You know, you you got to send your kid back to school with, you know, what they need. But if you're like me and you've made some mistakes in the past, there is that temptation to throw it all on a credit card. Uh, And you can it's way easier to get carried away with things that maybe you don't need when it's that credit card, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it really is. And, and, you know, again, we fall back to it so many times, the 10 day rule on our credit card. And I know that rubs people the wrong way sometimes when I say this, because they maybe aren't in the position they want to be in right now. And it's easier said than done. Right. But I think that when people stop and think about who's telling them, don't put anything in your card that you can't pay off ten days from now, right? When they realize these are the knuckleheads that are Jim Fox and Jerry Payne who have made every conceivable mistake we could possibly <laughs> ever make. Like, think about this. I bet you in my lifetime I've put ten thousand dollars in fast food on credit cards. Jerry, where does that and, and it's taken me years to pay it off, right? Yeah. Where does that Big Mac land 24 hours later and I'm still paying for it, right? Think well, about you know, that for I, a second.
0: I think about, you know, all the beers that I've put on put on a credit card yes. because that's certainly a high dollar amount too. So the only way to av- avoid doing that Moving forward, look,
1: I don't know where you're at today financially. And maybe you had to put your school supplies and your uniforms and your school clothes and all the other stuff on a credit card for the 2021-2022 school year. Maybe that was you this year. And you know what? It is what it is. This is our starting point. We can't go backwards in time. We're only going to go forward. This is coming from two guys that have done it before themselves, okay? We want you to know that next year can be different. different you can take control today of every aspect of your life jerry has proved it i tell him all the time that most people can't get out of debt once jerry Payne has done it twice okay and it's a beautiful thing and it's proof that you can do it but when it comes to school supplies let's start simple right now say to yourself when I get paid in two weeks I'm going to take 20 bucks and I'm going to put it in an envelope and I'm going to put it in my firebox or I'm going to put it in my safe or I'm going to hide it up in the top of the closet or wherever you hide your money and then the next two weeks put another 20 and another 20 and another 20 and another 20 and what you're going to find at the end of the year Jerry there's an extra $550 in that envelope for you and you don't have to do it understand something all these jokers get in the air and talk about being millionaires and all this other stuff, but it all starts with one dollar. If you want to take control of your finances, you have to take control of that dollar and mm. the next dollar and the fives and tens and twenties, because that is how you become debt-free. Jerry, am I right? Absolutely. You had to it cut some things up. off. Yeah, it all adds up. And you up. make that decision, And you can become financially independent, but you have to take control. And it all starts controlling $1 at a time regardless if it's school stuff or if it's Christmas stuff. Take control of your money. If you won't take control of your money, nobody else will, and they'll take it from you.
0: Good words from the Financial Straight Talker this week, and we encourage you to get that momentum started with a a good plan with your money, no matter what the expenses are. We certainly talk about retirement and being prepared for those years mostly on this show, but uh, the, the everyday life, that stuff adds up too, so don't take your eye off the ball on that. Quickly, I want to mention before we close out the program that we have a couple of spots left for the Financial Straight Talk workshop this Wednesday, August 4th at the Pizza Gallery at the Avenue Vieira. Give us a call right now to secure your seat at 321-414-7526. Jim, that's all the time that we have for this week. I'm always happy to be a part of the show. We thank our listeners so much for listening, and we'll be back at the same time next week. But for now, I'll give you the last word. Thanks so much, Jerry.
1: Well, guys, every week I just want to take the opportunity to say thank you. We know that you've got tons of options. And to be honest with you, Jerry and I are just honored to have you listening to us. And if there is anything that we can do for you, if there's any question we can answer, don't hesitate. Reach out. We're here to be a resource to give you maybe a different way to look at things and maybe a different strategy to accomplish whatever your goals are. But let us know if there's anything we can do for you. On behalf of myself and the rock doctor himself, Mr. Jerry Payne, I want to thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Financial Straight Talk.
0: Jim Fox is a registered representative of World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc., exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Wadadley Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Fox, NPN Insurance License Number 2434449.